Hey guys, Gotham Geek Girl here, and I'm on Heroes of Cosplay Sanctuary Podcast. Welcome to Heroes of Cosplay Sanctuary Podcast. This is your host, Scotty B. When I look at how some scale content, I'm amazed at their dedication and consistency, and my next guest is truly amazing when it comes to content at scale. Following her passion for the geek culture, she has brought to life through social media and as a writer for G33K. Her eye for geek perspective and immersive viewpoints are both captivating and relatable. I am very excited to welcome artist, gamer, cosplayer, YouTuber, writer, photographer, and your source for all things geek. Please welcome Nadia Martinez, the Gotham Geek Girl. Hey, Scott. Thank you so much for having me. Oh, thank you for being on. Um, it's just, it's so great to have you here. And I have quite a few questions for you, so I will get started. And um, yeah, it's just really, really amazing. You're just, you're such an amazing person. And I am thrilled to share this with the audience and share your stories. How did you become Gotham Geek Girl? Sure. Um, so I used to be an art student. I went to fashion industries high school. I changed my mind about fashion. And then I went to FIT and I was an illustration major. Um, when I was in college, I was interning at Marvel. And I this new thing was starting called New York Comic Con. So I've actually been to every one. I think it's been like 13 years already. It's crazy. Oh, good for you. Yeah. <laughs> but um, over the years and like interning and then in school, I made like so many friends like in the industry. And I was like, oh, I love this. And like I used to draw. I wanted to be a comic artist at one point. I feel like I like to read them more. I enjoy interacting with people more. Over the years at cons, I started to get out of my shell and be more comfortable talking to people and talking and like learning and meeting new people. And that's kind of how I got started, like just working with friends and an artist alley every year, meeting new artists and like, hey, I kind of want to like check this out. This is a new comic aside from like Marvel and DC. So I kind of wanted to start to bring out independent creators and writers and artists. And it's kind of how I started. Yep. And um, the independent creators and writers is actually one of your bigger influences. Um, you, you wanted to draw comics and your greater your greatest influence, Michael Turner, came into focus. So would you would you like to tell us about how Michael Turner, he was a he's the founder of Aspen Comics, um, how he has influenced your art and your appreciation for comics? He's probably my biggest influence, like rest in peace. When, like I said, like I originally started in fashion. I grew up as a kid, you know, of course, watching Spider-Man, watching Batman, um, the animated series. So I've always been into comics, but he's the one who really got me into reading comics. Because, like, the women were just so beautiful and gorgeous. And that was kind of my influence into drawing comics, aside from fashion. So is there is there anyone in particular of his that you liked like a like an issue that you were just drawn to like this was a this was the first piece and you're like oh okay or was it just overall like you you were inspired by him like the way that he was uh when he was interacting with people or what what one thing would you say was like that tipped it over the edge um 
maybe just his style overall. Like I used to like Witchblade back in the day, mm-hmm. and then like he did a a Supergirl cover, and like I was just so like drawn by him. Kept any cover I saw of his, I would have to pick up. <laughs> and well, it it does show through in um, in many of the things that you do. Uh, you are on YouTube, and I love your intro. Uh, it's just it's super cool. I mean, it's it's very comic comic focused. Um, how you how you introduce every one of your videos. And that actually started about three years ago. Uh, you started the channel, and I really appreciate your your sort of journalistic approach to how you cover the events and talk to the guests and share the geek culture. Um, would you be able to talk about some of the behind the behind the scenes uh, aspects of putting together your YouTube channel and just like what goes into making content for it? So I want to shout out my friend uh, Will Wicked Bandit. Um, he's actually the one that created the really cool, like, comic-y looking intro for me. So I want to thank him for that. Well done, Will. Wow. I'm still learning YouTube. Um, I don't promote it as much because my focus is more on, like, writing and GothamGeekGirl.com. And I also write for um, GeekHQ. YouTube is something I'm trying to build more and get more confident doing. So I am starting to do more giveaways and stuff. And um, I need to really get it more onto YouTube, but... It's all a learning process because I, like you said, like I do my own photos, my own writing. Um, I got a new camera, so I'm trying to learn video. So I'm trying to just teach myself everything. It's a lot. <laughs> it, it can be very overwhelming. And there's there's so many little components. The thing that gets me caught up is when you're uploading a video, like just how long it takes sometimes. Does that ever bother you? Oh, yeah. Um, but it, it really is. It's so solid. I mean, everything, it's just uh, everything that you present it always seems very well thought out, and there's just so much that you put into everything that you do. Um, you've you've met many artists, actors, and writers. Well, as you said, you you've been to New York Comic Con 13 times, and I'd say that you know that's one of the events that you do see a lot more uh, actors and cosplayers. It's just it's a really big event, um, but you've you've also gone to other events and you've covered many many different different people, um, toy makers and cosplayers, writers, everybody. Um, there are two that I would like to mention on the show. Uh, you, you met Rosario Dawson not too long ago, and she was, um, she was uh, promoting, I think, uh, the Wonder Woman, uh, well, I'm going to get screwed up here, Wonder Woman Bloodlines. Mm-hmm. And you also talked to Kevin Conroy, uh, which were very cool. Would you like to talk about each of those experiences and just how all of that went? Sure. Um, that was actually my second time meeting Rosario. She's such a sweetheart. Um, the first time I met her was at my friend Edgardo's event for La Borinquena, and she helps promote that comic as well in um, raising money for funds for Puerto Rico. And then I got to see her again at New York Con, and I'm so happy I got pressed to see her. It's a WB Roundtable, so I'm basically at a table with a bunch of other outlets, and we all interview as a group together so like each guest will come to our table and chat with us so it was, it was really cool seeing Rosaria she was like such a sweet person she's so down to earth like she'll like talk about her family and like how her uncle got her into comics and like she's super relatable like I'm sure you know she's done so much like voice acting um like she's a nerd herself so it's just really cool you can like geek out with her and she's so cute I mean she's really good with the fans uh, she reminds me a little bit of Summer Glau the way that she presents herself, and I bring her up here and there on the show. I probably brought her up uh, just on the last. Uh, I talk about her a lot because she really, she does, and it's so nice 
when celebrities or people in front of the camera a lot um, do interact with their fans on that level. Um, it's just really nice. Like it, it makes it makes us feel a little better, <laughs> and you know that uh, they don't necessarily like hold themselves above other people. They're just really down to earth. And yeah, like the the way that she talked and everything on on your show on your channel, and it really did seem pretty apparent. Oh, and Kevin, um, that was probably my biggest uh, like nerd out. <laughs> like I was like, oh my god, like that's Batman, that's Batman. But like he was he another one like he's just so down to earth like the coolest person you'll ever meet. He'll just like speak in Batman voice and everybody's like, oh <laughs> God, I'm in his presence. <laughs> yes, Kevin Can Kevin Conroy is Batman. If there are ever two people, it would be Mark Hamill and Kevin Conroy. That's pretty much it for me. Um, I'm, I'm not uh, quite as much of an expert uh, as you are the Gotham geek girl. Do happen to agree, um, Kevin Conroy. He he did such a great job in the animated series. Everywhere else that he's done the voice and the games and other um, in other cartoons, he's just super cool. And and it's really good to hear that he's super cool in real life too. <laughs> um, that he he does interact with the fans. But you've um, you've also covered uh, the New York Toy Fair, and at least for the last two years running. And I guess um, what I'd like to hear about is um, what do you love about that fair? In, and it really is um, in contrast to an event like New York Comic Con. But what do you love about it? And what do you want to see more of at events like that? So Toy Fair is different as in it's like more um, like a trade show. So you don't have like a lot of people running around like crazy where you can't breathe or walk. It's a little calmer and like you'll just like make appointments to meet with like each different brand. Um, so that was really cool. Um, sadly, I didn't get to talk to McFarlane this year, um, oh. but I got to see a lot of the, the new toys, which was really cool. Um, and they sent me some, so I'm going to try to do more reviews. But I really like Toy Fair. I, I think it's a really fun event. I get to see a lot of different companies, like small brands, big brands, kids' toys, adult toys. Even uh, there was like a really fun crossbow I got to shoot around with, like just fun stuff. Um, I think it's a really cool event. Yeah, I mean, it, it's um, it's really apparent, and there's there's just such a variety, like things that you you wouldn't think. I mean, you see all the mainstream stuff, but then when you get into the more unique toys and like the more elaborate, more detailed toys that they have there, like they have some just really crazy cool like DC figurines and like Spawn. It would be really cool to see Todd McFarlane at one of those. Like I've always been a fan of the comic and the toys i mean mm -hmm. the the spawn toys were all like they've been awesome forever um and he's just super cool anyways spawn's just amazing um i've been listening to him on comics explained another thing that comes up a lot but can you talk about cosplay to me uh one one of the greatest characters that you do is harley quinn i really like the way that you that you put her character in play and and the fun that you have with her um, but another one is um, you have an original cyberpunk that I also think is really cool, um, among many, many others. Um, but would you like to uh, to tell us about those that you've created that are closest to you? Sure. Well, I love doing Harley Quinn because I'm from Brooklyn <laughs> and I literally grew up with her and I loved her my whole life. <laughs> um, but yeah, she's definitely like one of my favorite characters to do because I have a lot of fun with her like to get into character. I always try to do ones that most people don't do. I want to do the original, but I, I have to get it right. I've done like Harley Who Laughs. I've done a lot of the Sideshow collectible, uh, DC direct, DC collectible um, versions. 
So I have a lot of fun with that. But she's probably my favorite cosplay to do. She's been so inspiring to so many. Um, I've heard people say that they kind of wanted her to be more of a superhero than a supervillain. I think Samantha Cosplay said that. And that there's just, there's a lot that you can do with her. I mean, she does have so many different variations. You know, they've they've done her a little bit differently in cinema than they did in the comics versus the animated series. I think that it's just a character that grows. I think she's grown a lot more than her quote-unquote replacement has with the Joker. I don't know if, if you've gotten too, too many uh, issues yet to see how all of that's going, but trying to replace Harley Quinn, I don't know, that's that's like trying to replace like Superman. Like how would, how would that work? <laughs> but yeah, it's just, it's so cool. Um, when you're doing your builds, um, if I could ask you, is there, is it like a process that you follow for everyone or is it a little different or is it just kind of like, I think I'll do this with, with this one this time or, you know, like when you, when you pick something back up, like how does it all work out for you? Um, I've been in cosplay for a long time, but I didn't really consider myself a cosplayer until like the last few years, maybe last two years. I always liked to make my own costumes for like Halloween when I was younger, but now I actually try to do more, more sewing on my own and more actual like uh, the Harley Who Laughs is my first build with Ava Foman. Um, so now I consider myself more of a cosplayer um, now that I'm really focusing more on crafting. Um, and I just want to keep learning. Like I used Werbla for the first time and I liked it. It was cool. <laughs> so um, did you find it easier to work with than Eva or uh, the same or just, just a different material? I feel like I have a lot more to learn to know when to use what or how to cover because... I had a few instances where um, it was like coming loose and I'm like, oh, okay, now I have to, to try to do something this way. Like next time I'll use like a screws um, instead of hot glue. Like it, it's just like a lot of learning for each thing. Like a lot of my spikes fell off and I'm like, oh, next time I'll oh. just in. <laughs> <laughs> um, and you actually have a separate feed for your cosplay too. It's just Gotham Geek Girl underscore cosplay. Um, do you, I mean, is that more intentional just so that you can have more of what you're focused on with, um, with the events and with coverage on one feed and then the cosplay kind of gets its own space? Yeah, I felt like I didn't want to like oversaturate my, my page with cosplay. Like I don't want to confuse people into thinking like I'm a cosplayer. Um, mm -hmm. I am also a cosplayer, but my main focus is, is writing and comics. Like that's my main focus. And it is a very cool focus. I have one date in particular, and um, it was a piece that you wrote on October 9th, 2019. Um, you had a post on your website that was entitled, DJ producer Steve Aoki celebrated his neon future sci-fi graphic novel. And um, for me, uh, Impact Theory is one of my favorite indie comics. Uh, Tom Bilyeu and Steve Aoki, they're amazing. Uh, Hexagon is another one. You can see them behind on my wall here. Um, I did get a lot of them signed by Tom because I just think he's such a super guy. Having covered Impact Theory Comics, obviously a big fan, um, what, what are your thoughts and, you know, just talk about your appreciation for indie comics and comics in general. Um, so I've always been a huge uh, comic book reader. Um, and like I said, like over the years, going to New York Con and Artist Alley, um, meeting a lot of artists. And then also a lot of my friends are creators. So I'm like, oh, let me like 
check out this person's book and they'll introduce me to somebody else and introduce me to somebody else and I'll meet writers and artists and then like my old boss uh from from sorry from when I was at Marvel like he has his own comic out now so I interviewed them as well so that's been a really cool like thing like meeting creators and people that I know having the chance to help them push their comic and get their comic out wow now was this um was this Marvel before or after Disney I'm just curious uh so actually this was in like 2000 10 maybe i think it was when it was just acquired just when i was interning i remember we were moving offices so that was really cool because i got like a ton of boxes of like free comics and books (laughs) that is pretty cool i think um i'm trying to grow my collection but certainly they they kind of they kind of got lost and found again Um, my 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 friend and i had like a larger collection and um i think i think he has a few a few of mine and i have a few of his now um, going back, it's been quite a few years, so I'm dating myself by saying this, but like X-Men 300 was kind of a new comic when, when I was collecting. Um, but yeah, like we we kind of shuffled them all together at one point when we went to college. Um, now it's so cool that um, you have done as much as you have with writing and with uh, with your with your website and just all these different things that come together. And I also say I also want to thank you so much for being on the show and um, just sharing sharing everything with us, sharing just all of your all of your experiences and you know everything that you work so hard on to bring to us for that culture and community. So thank you. Um, I do have a few different questions for you at the end of the show. There's three questions, and one of them is the same one that I always ask everyone. So if you're ready, if you're ready for this, I will I will get going here. Yeah, I'm ready. <laughs> okay. Um, what do you think about Cedric Diggory being the next Batman? Hmm, Robert Pattinson. <laughs> when I first heard about the casting, I was like, uh, no. I do think he's a great actor. I think what was the movie? Water for Elephants. Like that mm-hmm. was phenomenal in that movie. Um, so it's not that I doubt his acting. I just wasn't sure if I can see him as Bruce Wayne. But I'm going to give him a chance because, ironically, I felt that way about Ben Affleck, and he is my favorite Batman. Even Mine though, too. Yeah, yeah, like, even though the Christopher Nolan series, by far, is my favorite, like, movie, period, ever, um, The Dark Knight, I still actually really wish we got more from Ben Affleck, that they gave him a chance to have a solo movie, because he was mm-hmm. my favorite part of BVS. Yep. And, and to be clear um, for everybody... Kevin Conroy is Batman, but we're, the the movie Batman yeah, <laughs> that that's cool is is Ben Affleck. We're not we're not trying to be confusing, but um, yeah, I I totally agree. Uh, I wish he would have gotten at least one more. That that he didn't was kind of like oh. And now we're moving on to a sort of reboot cool with Batman. I'm not sure. Um, now he's gonna be super young again, so it's like the start. I do like Zoe Kravitz though. And I mm-hmm. feel like I could see chemistry with them, so I'm trying to be hopeful. Yeah, and I um I have a little bit of a confession. You know, Twilight, I guess, as a series, maybe um I didn't I wasn't so great about or high on, but the first movie wasn't too bad. Robert Patterson, I don't think he really did a like it wasn't like a terrible acting job or anything like that. It wasn't like Hayden Christensen in Star Wars, sort of, I don't know, do I really believe this person's Anakin Skywalker? Uh, it didn't have that feel to it. So, yeah, I guess 
um, fingers crossed on what they do in 2021. My next question for you, uh, a few years ago, you went to Japan. Uh, what are some interesting or useful things that you might have learned to say in Japanese? Oh, that's a good one. So um, I, I did used to study Japanese um, and I studied here at a school, but then I studied for a semester in um, Japan. I was there for almost a month. It was probably like the best experience I've ever had. It was amazing. I want to go back there. I almost wanted to like move there. It's very important in Japanese culture to be respectful. Like that's one of the most important things. So when I was there, I tried to make sure I learned how to properly ask certain questions. One thing I can remember is, Shashin o tote moi desu So that's like, am I allowed to take a photo? Because when you're there, you have to be very respectful. So like when we visited temples, that's the first thing you have to ask. Like are photos allowed? because you don't want to go in and start taking pictures and like be disrespectful to someone's culture. Sure. Uh, was the answer generally no? Or were they pretty good about things like that? Um, I think it depends where you are and which temple. Because some felt very, like, I don't know if, if you would say holy. <laughs> like, some sacred? Felt, like, very mm -hmm. sacred. Like, you don't, you don't even want to ask. Some were like a little more crowded, a little more people, and like you felt, okay, maybe I can ask here. Like there's like families and stuff, and like they said it's okay. Like you just got to be aware, you know. And just for for my sake, could you say it one more time? Sorry, Shashin o tote movideska. Well, there you have it. And my last question for you is what do you want your impact on the world to be? I think I just want to be like a positive influence to other people out there that are like, oh, I'm really interested in something and I just want to try. Because I remember um, I was actually leaving the fashion industry because um, even after college, I was still working in fashion and I was like, I love comics. I, I need to do something with comics. And um, I was at my cousin's house one day. I had like just gotten out of a relationship and I was like, I need something for myself and I was like, you know what, I'm gonna just make a website. Me and my cousin were like throwing names at each other and we're like, you're obsessed with Batman. I was gonna call myself, I forgot what it was, something like Geek Girl. And I was like, that's so common. Like, I think it already existed on Instagram. And then we were like, Gotham Geek Girl. I was like, oh my God, that's it. From then on, I made my website. Um, I finally joined Instagram. I made a Facebook page. I made a Pinterest. Now I'm trying to do more YouTube. I think to just do it. Like, like I said, like I'm learning how to do video on my own and editing and photography, uh, um, writing, getting brave enough to talk to people. And I would like to help other people too, uh, to just, just go for it. Don't, don't be so shy and in your shell. Like we're all nerds and sometimes isolate ourselves in our own way, but like we're, we're meeting amazing people all the time. So just try to just get out of your own head and just do it. No, that is that is amazing advice, and it's uh, you're just so super motivating, and I I appreciate so much that that you do, you you decided like you you made the decision and you're going to create, and that's just it's it's just so inspiring. So I I thank you so much. Where can we find you, and how can we support you? I know you you've mentioned um, you have, you you are in many many places online, but um, how how best to support you? Um, best would be to subscribe to Gotham Geek Girl, GothamGeekGirl.com, and I guess follow me on Instagram, Facebook, Twitter, I always forget Twitter, <laughs> YouTube, and 
give me advice. Like I like I like people's honesty um, and just share and give me more content and friends and people to help out. Oh, that's perfect. So yes, um, definitely go and check out Gotham Kid Girl's YouTube channel. Check out our website. Uh, we will have all the notes in the show notes for you, all of the links. So yeah, uh, check her out. She does some amazing things. And thank you so much. It has been amazing. Um, I'm so glad that you took the time and that we got to have this uh, discussion for the show. So that is where I will leave it. This is Scotty B for Heroes of Cosplay Sanctuary podcast. Talking to Gotham Geek Girl. Bye-bye.